Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. MVP. Macau Bridges. MVP. Oh, wrong, wrong, wrong New York team. Whatever you were doing. Wrong wrong New York team. Uh, Brooklyn Bridges. (laughs) It's great. It's a good warm-up for the Villanova guy. Go New York, go New York, go. You know, to to acclimate himself with the city and then find a way to get himself to the Knicks to join the other Villanova guys. Ah. You know what's going on So they said it's a little pit stop. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Who knows? But then is is your boy going to come back out of retirement and coach him? (laughs) Who's my boy? From Villanova. Oh, Jay Wright? <laughs> Jay Wright going to come back and coach him. <laughs> Worst things could happen. <laughs> cricket, cricket. Worst things cricket, could happen. Cricket. But still, um, the All-Star break is now here. So now we can look back at like progress report? We can. So the Knicks are 33-27, and 27, which is, believe it or not, the exact same record they were after 60 games two years ago when they made the playoffs. Mm. They are in sixth place now. So you could say at the it's the break. It's not the halfway point, of course. There's 22 games left. It's, but at this point right now, all-star break, they are in a playoff spot. Officially now. Not out of the 7-10. They're in a playoff spot. And they're two games back of fifth where the Nets are. And, of course, the Nets won last night in an impressive fashion over the Heat. So, you know, I, I think, Bart, as I was watching last night's performance, and you saw a, a Hawks team, you it's talk about 3-2-1 Cancun. Yeah. Yo, they had no interest in starting that game and then got embarrassed enough to try hard, but it was too late. Yeah. And, you know, like the Knicks were very professional about this approach. It shows you how well coached they are. It shows you also the leadership they have in, in Brunson and Randall, like getting off to a good start. But it also shows you the depth is when the bench came in, there was no drop off. Like this was a really impressive win once again that makes you say to yourself, what do they have here? Now, I, I, they don't have a championship team. That right. Let's just get that out of the conversation. But as I've always said, you're, you're always trying to all right, take it a step, take it a step, so, right? So what do they have and what would be... Success? Yeah, like for this season, what would constitute... Like you would walk away going, you know what? That was a good season. Well, it's, it's if they avoid the... Um, what we would call probably the... Unwinnable series, right? So, so avoid the Celtics, avoid the Celtics, Bucks, Bucks, and Philly. Probably. Well, you know what? I'll give you Philly. Like they, they'll. Philly isn't as I think daunting. Although Philly's very good, obviously they, you know, Embiid's great for seven for seven games. That would be tough. So, so, but I don't look at that as daunting as Bucks. Right now, the way the Bucks look, forget it. The way the Celtics, we know what they can be and the depth they have. That's a tough series as well. Right after that, like if you get the Cavs, so that's what I'm saying. Success, you you bring that on. You would expect the Knicks to be able to win that one. And I mean, how could. ironic! I wouldn't say should, but could. How ironic would that be? Wouldn't it that you had to kill the native son, the guy that wanted to be on your side, mm-hmm. that you have to go through him? How much drama would a series like that be? I think it'd get really, really personal, right? I think Brunson would take that challenge super. Well, and so would Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he would want to spoil the party. Say yeah. you didn't, you didn't want me. Right. You didn't want to give up picks for me. And every time R.J. Barrett was guarding him, you don't think he's like, I'm killing this Barbecue dude. Chicken. Right, right? I, I barbecue want, chicken. I, I wonder. I wonder what Knicks fans' real feelings were when they missed out on Amanobi, because it's like nobody got him though. He didn't get traded I, I, at all. I get that. So you really didn't miss. But, but he didn't what, get traded. But what it is is this: a guy that we thought could help them, and yep. it's a guy that they wanted and they called about, and they just can't find a way to close the deal a lot of times. But they got Josh Hart, and I think you know you have to ask yourself: 
when you say that, what is success? Like, right. wouldn't that be growth, right? Because they went to the to the postseason, lost to Atlanta. Yep. Then the next season they didn't make it. Now if they come here and go to the second round, I mean, you you would like to think that you're going in the right direction. And I wonder now would they see that, hey, we are solid and the East isn't as crazy as we thought because we don't have to go to KD and Kyrie, which mm-hmm. is another obstacle that we get to avoid. One less obstacle, right. I'm, I'm wondering, if are they saying, hey, man, let's really look strong at this buyout market too. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go get some depth because you see, you see, Kevin Love just got bought out. See, I you think got Kevin, Patrick Bev and Kevin Love, even though like there's not a lot of tread left on the tire. Yeah. All right, but that's a guy that for depth, you know, if he doesn't have anywhere else to go, he can still shoot. I, I wonder if he go to the little brick brick. L.A. Yeah, that's a great. Make, point. Makes sense. Go to brick brick. Yeah. You saw Mo Bamba. And you saw the difference in just having some three point shooting around the brick brick as well. Yeah, opens the lane up as you know. Mm-hmm. They uh, it's kind of like they connected, right? We L.A. New York. We always got to talk about it too. That Western Conference, by the way, like when you look now at the Western Conference, give me the team that you're like. If I if I if you had your last hundred dollars, who are you putting it on? You had to put it all on one team in the West to come out of the West and go to the finals. Are you confident putting your money on anyone? Only Phoenix, because Kevin Durant's that dude. That's the team? And he doesn't have to be the general, the leader. Chris Paul is about that. And Chris Paul is a professional ball distributor. And he would take pressure off KD from having to dribble the ball. You got Devin Booker that can go for 50 at at any time. And you still have a big man that can kind of anchor your defense. Outside of that... I'm not confident that the Sacramento Kings can't get beat by the Los they Angeles Lakers. Haven't done it, yeah. Right. I mean, if they, the Lakers just get into the seven ten play in, and they're still on the outside, yeah, but they're close it's enough like now. Three games. They back. might be three games yeah, back three in games ten. Back, yeah. If they get into that, why? Well, I mean, Mo, like, Mo, you don't want to yeah. play them. Even Mo Bamba, like he's he's a good uh, shooting big man, so he's not a guy that's going to sit there and he allows Anthony Davis to play the position that he wants to play, so you don't have to. Play that game with his ass. Yep. Like that that could be exhausting. Like, man, go play center. I wanna, I'm, I wanna a, play I'm a four. Like, man, come on, yeah. get the hell out of there. But I tell you what, man, you you look at the Knicks and, and the improvements, and you know, you gotta give credit to this regime that the pieces all fit and that they've set the culture that when guys come, they 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 play hard, they 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 accept their role, and Tibbs seems to have a deep rotation now. Right, and guys are got, going. Well, it's not deep, but he's got a set one. He knows yeah. what it is. And Mitchell Robinson and probably gets to know their role. will be back at the on the other side of this thing, and you get him back, and then you try to get his game conditioning up before the playoffs and hit the impact he could have. So, you know, they, they are what they are right now. But, I like, there's two ways to look at this. It's the first – this first part of the season, these first basically three quarters of the season is – where they are right now in the standings, what their record is, based on when you began the season, what your expectations were. So let's do some grades. Like, would you gra- like? Would you grade the Knicks? Would we, what would you give them based on expectations? What, what grade would you give them so far of what they've done? Yeah, what, where they are right now compared to the expectations when the season began. I give them a B minus. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think B is a fair grade. Because they've had a lot of frustrating games, they've had blown leads, things like that that can really bother you. But and it for seems the most like part, from it. this right. But for the most part, this is a group that you could tell is very competitive, and that's kind of cool, right? So you have that. So work, I would give work, you work me like they remind me a lot yeah. of like those no Spurs, star. those Spurs teams, those pissing teams. Mm-hmm. Like they're guys that just play hard, and, and it's going to take a great effort to beat them. They're going to show up every time. They're not going to have off nights. 
like the Hawks. That had to be embarrassing to need that game and to to have a guy like Trey Young, man, like you talk about all the time, young stars that you would like to build your organization around. I mean, I don't know if he's a very light guy in there. I don't know. No way. You know, I don't know if he almost because, but he gives me Kyler Murray type vibes. That's a great comparison. Yeah, like it, no, no. That's like Kyler Murray is a really good comp, but I don't even know if Kyler Murray is as frustrating as. Like Trey is a guy that that he got his coach fired that that, that got him paid and they share agent. Well, good point. <laughs> that's 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 a whole lot. You get a dude that just got paid. They hated it. They your performance. And, and Nate McMillan, that, he he can't wait to get out of it. Like you could tell, he can't wait to get out of there. I'm sending something, uh, Jacob, right now to the group. If you could turn this around as fast as you can, I, I'd appreciate it. Throw it on the page because I want to play this for Bart when we get a chance. Um, but it's just off of last night's game. But but Bart, I'm I'm looking at this team and I'm just saying, for me, if you can get a playoff series matchup that and the Cavs would be if you look at the top five, the Cavs would be the most logical matchup for you that would fit the best for a chance to win. And if you can get if you can somehow position yourself to be in the four five. Play them and win that series. I don't care what happens after that. Y'all, y'all would march down. House, oh my God! Remember, be, remember how y'all man, we'd be big bonging for a month. It'd be so insufferable. Y'all It'd won, be, one, y'all mean, won one game. It would be ins- right. One, and one it, playoff game. They went they, nuts. Did they like the Empire State Building up blue? Man, they better. <laughs> we'll need to. We'll paint the damn thing blue. Right, forget it. You can put your lights any color you want. Uh, y'all was out there. Anything is possible. Like, yo, man. It's, it's the first game. I mean, guys, it's, yeah, but that's what it was. <laughs> Bro, it's one game. But that, that's, that's, where, that's just where we were. Bing bong. It just, but that's my point is if they can get there, that to me is a successful season. And you might say, oh, how low the bar is. Success is winning one playoff series. How pathetic. And my answer to you is, wait a second. If that happened and there was that juice, you know, in the city about one playoff series win, and you know, you saw it, one playoff game win, 7th Avenue was shut down for two hours. Mm-hmm. I was there. There were trucks all backed up. They couldn't get down 7th Avenue because nobody would leave the street. Nobody. After one playoff win. So if they actually win a series mm-hmm. and then the next round would end up being probably the Celtics, right, or something like that. Yeah. I think it would be the Celtics. And if they can still one. Make I mean, it, make it competitive. Don't, don't, yeah, gentlemen sweep, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. but, but be a little competitive. Whatever it is, and then you go into the offseason. Are you going to tell me that there are players in the league that won't see Jalen Brunson, one of the most likable guys in the league? You see after games now, everybody has a chat with him. He's got people that respect him. You're going to tell me that a hard-playing, hard-working team in New York with a guy like Brunson that everybody likes, that there's not going to be guys around the league going, I want to be part of that. But do, would the Knicks have the money or would they spend the luxury tax to, to bring in a Well, first contract? of all, the owner doesn't care about luxury tax. Okay. This is an owner that will spend. Well, you said Makai Burgess, right? What's his status? Is he a restricted free agent? Is he available? Um, like, Go- you, Google you, is your friend, Bart. You can get good. Come on, man. I, I, I'm an athlete. I've had things done for me my whole life. Why start now? <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about that in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but... I just think that's something that why that would be considered successful. Because the the, the notion like, no, you gotta go from zero to a championship 
That sounds nice, but that's not how it usually works. How it works is is you start a vibe, and then good players want to be part of that yeah. vibe. 800-919-3776. That's from Q. So where are we at right now at the break? Is your level of confidence, I guess, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. In where the Knicks are right now. I think it's changed. And what do you need to see at the end of this season now? You know where they are. What do you need to see to say, you know what, this was a good season. You know, this was a successful season, and I feel pretty confident about where this team is headed. I think that's that's simply the question. 800-919-3776. So you were asking me some details, right? Yeah, Makai Bridges. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he, he, Mikhail. Yeah, he still has three years left. Oh, see, I thought they just paid him. What about yeah. Cam Johnson? I think Cam Johnson's the guy that is going to be a restricted. You can get a shooter. He, he's pretty good. But um, I was I was joking, obviously, about the Villanova thing. It's just kind of funny how yeah. when Josh Hart shows up, it just this he fits so perfectly. So it'd be four Villanovas if you if you're able to pull that off. Trade for for Bridges, and you can then Jay Ryder come out of bring Jay Wright in out of hiding. <laughs> no. But how much, again, how much are you, because we go from Super Bowl yeah, and now spring training. Yeah. And in between, it's like we just skip over basketball season. It's a basketball city. Yeah. Like, we just skip over it. Like, all right, we're done with football. Point We're going to follow Aaron Rodgers. point gods. You know, D- D- Daniel Jones, how about, did you see the report? Daniel Jones expected to get over $35 million a year. That should be uh, a no-brainer. Yeah. 35. <laughs> like, the, right. I mean, come on, man. Like. It's about to be four quarterbacks that's about to might get close to 60. Thank you, Captain Obvious. He's about to get close to maybe 60. Of course. When you think about uh, 49, 49 for Herbert setting the, setting the table, you still got uh, you got Mahomes, who I think I think Mahomes going to get a new deal. They're not going to let him be the seventh highest paid quarterback in the league. Like, you crazy dude just won two MVPs and two, right. quarter, and two Super Bowl MVPs. So we're going to be following all that stuff, of course. Once we get closer to April, the draft becomes a big part of the story. But we all know free agency, all the quarterbacks moving around. I mean, Derek Carr uh, is released, so he's available. You know, those, those topics go on. But now we've got, you know, drama already with Yankees pitching. We've got the Mets, you know, obviously, and, and what the, the hope is for what they could be. And we just skip right over the basketball season in New York because, all right, well, the Nets are no longer contenders because KD and Kyrie are gone. But I just wonder how many people in the city – I mean, I just think people care about basketball in the city, and we just glaze over it. Yeah, not on this uh, show. Not on this show. Not for us. We're we going to make sure we address it. Really? Is that enthusiastic enough? No. Because you know I'm a Nets fan. I'm trying to sell you're not enthusiasm. A Nets, you're not a Nets fan. Will you stop doing that? I like the you're underdog. Trying to be, you're trying to be a contrarian. No, first of all, I can't even spell contrarian. You like to be? An, you're an underdog. You're a, you like the Mets. What's underdog about them? Now the Nets are underdogs even more. Okay, okay. All right, listen. I'll indulge you. Can, can I ask them how how much? I'll indulge you. How much more likable? I would ask Knicks fans and other and and and, and, and Nets fans. Yeah. Are the Nets more likable now that it doesn't seem like they try to put together a big three? It's just a bunch of guys that love basketball that's ready to compete. Likeable? Yeah, I think I think I think. Um, oh, what's the dude to cut Who? his dreads off? The Jets. What's cool? Cut his head off. His uh, Nick off. Claxton. Yeah, Nick Claxton is, mm-hmm. is likable. I think Probably Seth not. Curry. Seth Curry is likable. Probably not. Remember, we're supposed to change that. All right, so let's 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 do it right. If you're gonna be if you're gonna be a jackass, let's be let's do it the correct way. Well, th- you know who's saying this, right? Probably not. You know who that is, right? Down Smith. Probably not. No, it's not. Say it again. Probably not. 
<laughs> One more time. Probably not. I don't know why I can't. I don't know why I can't get it. It's Ben Simmons. That's not Ben Simmons. <laughs> ben oh, Sim- damn, that, right? You you don't feel sorry for Ben Simmons? You know what I'm saying? Like uh, people not. out there. <laughs> Why not? All right, so because we've reached that point. So we've reached that point with him that, like, after a while, the problem is you. You know, what, like every we could try to find all the other problems. Oh, maybe it was the Sixers. Maybe it was the changing coach. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Oh, maybe it's you. Maybe it's just you. Is he, did he shoot the basketball yesterday? I don't know. I was busy. I had a game to do. What were you doing? You watching games yesterday? No, I was on a choo-choo train. See how I could shut that down? Uh-huh. Oh, they uh-huh. don't have Wi-Fi? <laughs> no, I was back. I was back. I know you were. This New York City. It's a Giants hometown. That's right. It is a Giants hometown. I, I was. He took two shots. I was coming back from the land of hands. <laughs> <laughs> So let's let's do it the right way. Remember, we have a new way we do things. We don't probably go. We don't go. Probably not. What are we doing then? I'm just waiting for my Wi-Fi to kick in. Oh, you're a little slow. All right. While you're doing that, I want you to hear something from last night. Good job okay. by Jake. We're getting this ready. Um, this is from Atlanta's TV coverage pre-game. Dominique Wilkins, human highlight film. Yeah, he's on the. You know, he he does their. He's an analyst for yeah. them, mm-hmm. along with Vince Carter. How about that? By the way, you get Dominique Wilkins and Vince Carter calling the games. <laughs> How did Vince end up there? He played for he every team. In, yeah, I know, but he played for every team. In. Right, but that was his last team, so he probably just kept residence there. You know, VC's one of the, by the way, one of the nicest superstars you'll ever meet. Yeah. Like a down to earth regular guy, despite the fact that he's like an insane superstar. Yeah, we but we're the same agent. He's good. He's a good dude. Uh, so here's Neek before the game. I know you love, you know, this kind of smoke. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have certain teams that you have their number. I think Atlanta Hawks have their number. Mm. Really? Yeah. Wow. You like apples? You like apples? Yeah. Well, I got a number. Mm. How do you like them apples? <laughs> he also said this uh, about Jalen Brunson and his matchup with Deontay Murray. I thought he has done a great job on Brunson. He's made his possessions very tough on the defensive end. Then offensively, he's able to get what he wants. Gets on the defense, shoots that patented mid-range shot, as uh. you see here. He's just a lethal threat because he can play both sides of the ball. And when you got a guy who's going to try to get easy possession like DeJounte does night in, night out, he's going to get a lot of opportunities. And then he gets that momentum. He gets going, and he was hard to mm-hmm. stop in both of those games. And sometimes you have certain teams that you have their number. Mm-hmm. I think Atlanta Hawks have their number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ain't reading the room. Can I give you some numbers? Yeah, give me some numbers. That ain't, uh, did, did, did the eight? Knicks won by 21. Wow. Jalen Brunson had 28 points and mm. a season on nine rebounds. Mm. Deontay Murray, who had actually been good against the Knicks earlier, Deontay was already on vacation, three for twelve. He only took. 12 he was shots. minus twenty. Wow, six points. How'd that work out? Yeah, that that in age, well, that, that aged almost as well as my. The Kansas Chiefs. City thing. Did yeah. you watch the parade yesterday, or you just did you, could you not see because of the tears? No, no, no. Remember, remember Orlando Brown Jr. is my like my my road dog. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready. I'm ready to see. I want to ask the fans. You keep asking questions. I want to ask the fans. Ask them. Ha- have the Nets become more likable? Have the Nets become more likable? Yeah, because they- That sounds they're, like they're, a patronizing thing to say. Yeah. Like, oh, now you're cute well, again because we don't expect anything from you. So so what we're supposed to do, remember, we start we started some stone cold stuff off. That's like when I tried so we gotta to- go, we got to do our what segment. We can do our what, but I'm just saying. You asking that is like me when I shot my shot against Tyra Banks. He was like, oh, that's cute. 
That was like wow. like that's, that's that, all she said. No, no, no. That was her her mood to me was oh. like, aren't you, aren't you cute? Like it was like you know, bless your heart. Did you ask her in spandex? I didn't. You should ask spandex. <laughs> like, don't, don't 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 put me out there. Eight hundred nine one nine. What was Nick Foles' nickname? Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Yeah, you ain't heard nothing to your Alan Hunt. No, no, no. They called him the Mountain Man. And they called me Acorn. Hey, Mitch <laughs> in East Windsor. What's up, Mitch? <laughs> Hey, how's it going, guys? You, know, you, mentioned, you mentioned Inez. I, you said the big three. I, I think of the big four. Um, I think the Knicks can go a little, do a little better come playoffs, at least at least seeding wise. Mm-hmm. Any chance the Knicks can? Um, I hear Kevin Love is going to be bought out. Yeah, you know Westbrook's out there, but Kevin Love, I love. Uh, I don't know, he's a borderline Hall of Fame. I don't know what you think about that, but. Would they go for Kevin Love? And thanks for taking my call. You got it. I mean, I think Bart had a pretty good point when he brought up that Kevin Love going back to L.A. He and LeBron have the relationship. Well, you know, would he just be there as like a depth guy? And he can shoot the three. He can still shoot the three. He's not the great rematch he used to be. But again, like a vet, just to have around would be good. I, I wouldn't mind him. I mean, the Knicks have two open roster spots. I wouldn't mind it. But I don't know if there's any relationship there and, whatsoever. And how he get in a rotation and maybe a defensive liability. He wouldn't play. Yeah, yeah, you really don't have a reason to play him. But, you know, yeah. I, I, we'll see where he ends up. And Ru- Westbrook's got a couple of teams that'll be talking to him. I don't know. I don't think that. I mean, it, it wouldn't make sense for the Knicks. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for them. Because um, you got a great second unit. And you want R.J. Barrett to eventually be the leader of that. And you, you can't don't bring an alpha with, male like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's the key part is the alpha yeah. male part of things. Um, and then who's the, there's There's another. Oh, Patrick Beverly. Who he and I over the summer got to know each other, and in the summer we talked a lot about him playing in New York and what a legend he would be just because of the way he plays. And he said he had heard that. Of like, anytime he comes to New York, fans tell him that all the time. And you play here, you, the way you play. But that's another thing. It's a guard, and I don't know where he'd fit. Right. So you know, I, I just don't know if that makes sense either. Triple O G O G. What's happening? Yo, what's happening, fellas? How y'all doing? Hey, Bart. What up? Yo, man, stop ignoring my texts, man. No, you know what what happened was. Man, this triple OG, bro. I texted you and Uh said congratulations on all the stuff you're doing. Hmm. Anyway. You you didn't text and you're just. You ghosting people? I never. What what number? Man, you never. He never does that. Let me see what number. Dude, he doesn't respond on our group chat. You think he's going to respond to you? Oh. He should. Yeah. I about me and it's cool. Anyway, you. yeah, man, the Knicks looking sharp, boy. What do you think? No, uh, no, it's not have to be you know very complimentary of what they did and being able to get um, everybody going, man. Well, I like the Josh Hart trade, but I didn't appreciate man how they treated my man Cam. Well, I didn't appreciate I, how Cam treated the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, it goes they both ways. No well, they did. No, listen, but I'm going to get Bart to make sure he responds to you. That'll definitely happen now. We'll get a f- special alert on Triple OG's text now. But, yeah, I got to put but, him in my favorites. But the Cam thing, like that went both ways. I mean, Cam. They tried to play him early on. Yeah. he. I, I was the one that was calling for him to play. I felt like he should get an opportunity. And he did. And there were times he played well. And there were times you're like, are you here today? He was incredibly inconsistent. And then on top of it, when you've got a whole group of gym rats that are just working their tails off as far as getting in extra work and all that stuff, you got to be like that too. And indications are he wasn't. So he's gone. And the player who replaced him 
is a better fit for this team. And all you can hope for is that Cam, as Damian Lillard said, we can all we're going to hope for is we can try to reach him. When a star says that about a young player, we're going to try to reach him. You got to reach somebody who's in the last year of his contract in his rookie deal. Yeah, that means you recognize that he's got to understand how to be a pro. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So I, I did I did lists yesterday while you were gone. Yeah. I did a whole bunch of lists. You know the me, Met, I love the my Met, The Mets are our new best hope. To bring a so, title. Right, so you agree with me? Of course. My top five of, course. of the New York teams to win a championship. Mets were number one. Yankees were two. The Rangers were three. Mm-hmm. Then Jets, then Giants. And then I will put the Jets over the Rangers if Aaron Rodgers A-A-Ronco. shows up. Like if that, like that's the whole thing. To me, that's what it's all about. If that happens, that's what it's about to me. Paige, you got to come up, boys. Um... So, you agree with me on those numbers? Because Rangers, because they were in the conference finals last year, they're, they're, because what, they've won six in a row. Like they've got some, they got a streak going now. They're playing great. And um, and this before we get Otani. Wait till we get Otani. Who's this we? What you mean? It's only Who, who's the Mets. We? You think he's coming to the Mets next year? Who? The Jets? We missed out on Correa. Okay. You didn't miss out on him. You you declined. Yeah. You had him. Yeah. And then you smartened up. That's because we know he had them the grime traits. He's got that L five C four issue. Yeah. He should go to Samwell. He needs. He needs to go to Samwell. Set tripping. Minimally invasive. Neuropathy. Nice. Just dropping like sciatica. Sciatica. Gout. He needs like a debridement. Mm, Whatever it takes. Yeah. 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 Get that out. Right. 800 is the number. Before we get to the calls and back to that conversation. I got a question for you, Bart Scott. What's the uh, what's the scuttlebutt about Rex Ryan possibly being named the defensive coordinator, teachers, coordinator, teachers teach of the Denver Broncos, joining Sean Payton mm. 
in Denver. Peyton? That's that's like that's, what? That's what? like two, what's going on there, man? It's like two loquacious dudes. Like Sean Payton is one of the very few coaches. Did you just say loquacious? Yeah. And you used it properly in a sentence? Yeah. See, I've been Hercules, reading. I've been Hercules, reading. Hercules. A, I taught him that. Adidas. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm see, Alvin that's Mack. why you I'm always you played like oh like oh I only have an associate's degree and all that stuff. But you are smart and you just don't let people like you rather people think that you're not smart. I'm Alvin Mack, man. Anyways, uh what 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 can we uh what can we can we can we I mean, have this conversation or yeah. is this like I mean, things I mean, you can't talk about? I mean he's the favorite. If he's the favorite, I mean I don't know how Sean Payton knowing that he wants listen, it's not a lot of teachers anymore in this league. It's not. It's not a lot, a lot of young coaches. That's right. why it's not a lot of teachers. It's not a lot of guys that can have multiple systems. If something else works, they take the the. the remember, everybody saw the thirty for thirty bullies of the uh, Baltimore. Yep, well, that was that was a great. I really enjoyed that. Well, well, the bullies when they were talking about the bullies, Ray Lewis was one. But they pretty much when they were talking about the bullies, they were talking about Rob Burnett. They were talking about Michael McQuarrie, oh, yeah. Sam Adams, mm-hmm. Tony Saragusa. Especially Syracuse. Who do you think was coaching the D line when they were the bullies of Baltimore? Would that be Rex. That would be Rexy, sexy Rexy. Mm-hmm. But that shows you that they can be. He showed you that he can be dominant and have a dominant defense with a traditional two big tackles and a four three. And then when I came along, he showed you what he can do with a three four. So he's a teacher. So whatever Denver has, Denver already has the personnel. Hell, they already is a top five, top three defense already. If you give them Rex Ryan, violence and pain shall follow. And yeah, I'm talking directly to Herbert, and I'm talking directly to uh, my homie, my homeboy. It can get real, real dangerous for you out there in them streets because it will be things that you don't see, and you will, your your ass will pay the price. May I ask you a question? Yeah. If Rex Ryan gets that job, yeah. Are you expecting a call, linebackers coach? Well, no, I'm being dead serious. I've never, too. I'm I've not never, joking. I'm I've being never, dead serious. I've never been in coaching. But would you be? Would but, you but, think but, you but, could? But, do, how about this? Do you co- think you could do it? Do you think you could walk off? Literally walk off the street? Walk out of a studio? Jeff Saturday did it last year. Yeah. This past season. Do you think you could walk out of a studio? Your how many years? The year old? What are you about? Ten years removed from your career at this point? Yep. Yep. Could you walk out of a studio? Walk into a locker room, NFL locker room and coach players? Right now, easy. I mean, remember, like you know, like Rashawn Gary trained with me. I'm the one who trained him all through high school and a little bit through college, and you know, he was a top five pick. I mean, I still used I still used to go to tests. And they asked me to to coach the linebackers up there. I I come through. Where? Tests is a uh, training facility in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Joe Flacco trained there. Ray Rice. You know, they they put a lot of guys out. Uh, Kenny Pickett, like. It's, it's, it's like one of those combine pre- preparation uh, things in Martinville, New Jersey. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So like, you Can know, I we, send Zach there? <laughs> but they got a quarterbacks coach. We used to train. We used to train there too. Like during the lockout. That's I don't mean where, Zach Wilson. I mean my son. Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now he's got his place amp Long Island. Yeah, yeah. So like, he's it, good. It's I'm like, just kidding. It's like that. You know what I mean? They 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 get about five or six guys in in the league, or mm-hmm. seven or seven, eight guys in the league a year. So you've been part of that. Yeah, yeah. So what are the chances? I just trained down there. Honestly, uh, look, I, I told you that that well, scene from whatever. Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> it's a famous scene. I put it on the group chat this morning with yeah. you. I, I hoped you watched it. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. But it's Ben Affleck talking to Matt Damon about the best part of my day. The best part of my day, right, is when he pulls up to the house 
waiting to see that, that you won't come out that door because you don't belong here, right? And I feel I, – I watch that scene. I think of you all the time. I'm not trying to get rid of you. Yeah. But I also know there's a lot in your brain that you have to share yeah. about this game and the passion you have for it, your yeah. ability also to communicate with people and also in, you know inspire people, like just the energy you have. And so is this something that you would one day want to pursue? Well, eventually, eventually, the goal of mine is to coach. Okay, I, I want to get it out. I have to get it out of me. You know what I mean? I have to get my knowledge out of my system. Yes, and be able to coach um, athletes that are high skill, skilled enough to interpret what I'm trying to give them. Yes, right. So sometimes you try and give that information to a high school kid; he can't digest it. Right. But somebody that can think high level with me, and I can talk high level chess with. You know, that is a goal of mine one day. I don't know. I don't know when the time is right. I remember talking to uh, – well, Singletary came, and he said his wife kicked him out the house. She was like uh, at 50. Mm-hmm. He said, you have way too much knowledge. You're wasting it by letting it sit here in this house with me. Like, go coach. And he left and coached. And that's how he became my coach and eventually became a head coach in this league. But he started with being my linebacker's coach. Well, he was at Baylor for a little bit, his mm-hmm. alma mater. Mm-hmm. And then he came to the, to the Ravens, and he became my linebacker coach. So one day I, I'm going to get it out, and coaching may be one of those days. Yeah. Well, well, if it came sooner rather than later, like you you, you say, well, when I'm ready, when I, you know, obviously you still have your kids are young, but if the opportunity yeah. came here, it'd be hard for you to say no to it, right? Yeah. If, if Rex is like found something, now it might not be linebacker's coach, it could be a lower level, but it's a way to get you in the environment and see how you do and if this is right for you, it'd be hard for you to say no, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't have no trouble coaching. I can coach linebackers right now, especially in his system. But you know his system nobody, as yeah. well as he does. Yeah, exactly. And you would know and how space, to use players. And, and I would say I know that position better he does because I played the position. Right. Now, he knows the defense and the concepts better because it's his system. But, but you know the reads but, and but, the – And I know, it, I know how to communicate it to a linebacker better than he probably does. Because so this, I did it for 11 years of my life. I was a linebacker my whole life. I, I didn't – Played different positions my whole life. I played linebacker. I was a linebacker since I was eight years old. Right. So, here, so the next question that I have for you is this: Would you take me with you? Yeah, we always need somebody to sit there and, and be able to, you know, communicate and, and be our minister of um, communications. You can be the communications guy. I'll be the PR guy that's always face palming. Yeah, it makes it. Make, yeah. Remember how I always say this: yeah. Next to every podium, there's a there's a PR guy face palming. And between you and Rex, yeah. I mean, I can do that really well. Right? Yeah. Don't like damn. Like yeah. Like don't 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 say Rex. Like 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 part that's not. We did not talk about that part. That's not what we were supposed to say. Like it's been, like on and the fine, show. Fine, I do it all the time, and, don't and, I? And finally, you can make Jerry Judy a better communicator. Well, that'd be because the best you, thing you, ever happened to him. You, you basically cut his mic off when he was with us. Like bro, man, we're not listening to crazy stuff. <laughs> right, right, like, bro. Are you even are complete you fail? Yeah, that, yeah. Was a, that was that was a control alt delete. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, we needed to reboot that. You, you hit the reset button on Jerry Judy. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, 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 it it's is interesting a, though because it's a I, real conversation. I, I mean, we're, I'm not even trying to have fun with you. I, I'm actually, I am curious. We have talked about it off air, but I, I am curious how much you did want to express it because yeah. people know that when they listen to you, look, you are extremely entertaining. You yeah. are because you know how to be that funny guy. That's what why you're priceless on get up and first take because everybody else is there with the you know giving you the straight talk and I want to do this you know you know I want to sound smart and you're the guy that's like man this is sports let's have some fun yeah. and that's why you're not afraid to say things like the Chiefs aren't going to make the playoffs and then laugh at it because well it was called right it was called a bold bold take. prediction and a bold prediction is that and of course it was wrong but that's fine but 
behind all of that, when you do talk yeah. the game, yeah. especially when I get you with another player, yeah. you and Jeff Saturday, you and Canty, you and Ninko, you, you and, and anytime I I'll, put I'll, you with another player yeah. and you guys get into the X's and O's yeah. of the sport, it is it is it is compelling to hear, but it also is a reminder of how much you how much knowledge you have about the game and what you see that goes way beyond the rest of us. I'll put I'll put my football acumen up against anybody. I mean, if you if you need somebody to validate my football acumen, not that I would care, but just go talk to to Boomer Sice and then talk to Bill Cower about things that I put them on when we would have these same discussions. When you're on CBS, and, and, and if you yeah. appreciate their football acumen, a lot of their takes came from me. And I'm not, and I'm not just throwing out. If you think you can ask him anytime, you know, Bart explained this to me. Yeah, Bart, or, Bart taught me. Honestly, I, Gary, I promise. I promise you. See, like, the thing is, is, it's one thing to have knowledge, another thing to be able to relay it, articulate, and, it. and articulate it, but teach it. Yeah, and that's the the next step, and and maybe and hopefully you'll get that opportunity. Just just not until I get another contract. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We you know what I mean? The, we're gonna get the bag first. Can we just do that first, and then you can walk? Yeah, I'm coming here with my box. You Who's do, coming with me? You could do like Aaron. <laughs> Who's coming with me? <laughs> I'm leaving. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, that first, uh, they had a guitarist the Black, who Black wore. Sabbath? No. Now you're getting in the right era, though. They had a guitarist that wore short shorts. He wore like the knickers, they called mm. them. Ran around like the stage. Man, I got I to gotta get my, my, my. They have initials. Their, gotta, their gotta, name I, is initials. I got to get my white thesaurus. <laughs> White man thesaurus. You know, I went to the. Uh, to the if head. I told you the first two letters of the band, you would probably get. The I've rest. said it before, but I keep forgetting. AC. Oh yeah, I got a T-shirt. I got an AC/DC T-shirt. There you go. Damn, this is Hell's Bells, man. Or it was Hell's. Bells. Oh yeah, you, we we talked about Hell's. Bells I think we before. have. Yeah, it's one of your favorites. There's a lot of rock songs that have remember, bells in them. Because remember, you were filling in the gaps for me. I was. I was trying. Remember, we did that filling the gaps for for my gaps in in, in I was in, doing in, in uh, white in white. Um, music. phrasing. What was I doing? He's filling in the gaps for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's plugging the holes. Phrasing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And? <laughs> you was, People um, need to go to our Instagram page. Just wedging the gap. Bart Hahn Instagram page because you got to see Bart singing. He's got his headphones on. The song is in his ears. We're, I think we were coming back from break. Yeah, I'll be paying attention to And breaks. you were singing, but because you can only hear Bart singing and not the song, it's it's just, it's precious. 
So it's on our Instagram page right now. At he, Barton. He's so special. He's so special. Um, 800-919-3776 is the number. Let's talk to the peoples. Let's go. Uh, let's. Marco is in Fort Lee. What's up, Marco? Yo, Bart, don't buy green bananas around, honey. He wants to get rid of you. Holy cow. Yeah, no, yeah, am I really trying to push him out? Are you really serious? They, I'm they, trying to so, give him. So I'm Marco, trying to send him to a better place. Marco, so we, Marco, so we said we were going to do a top five of um, replacements for me, but they all got to be black because Alan don't trust white people. Uh, hell no. <laughs> hey, I got the wrong. Not me, not me. Hey, listen, the Brooklyn Nets. Bart, you're 100%. Last night was the first game. I've been a Nets fan for, for 25 years. Last night was the first game I've thoroughly enjoyed watching in a while. Mm-hmm. Get those two dogs off the court. Get some young guys who want to play. Uh, it was exciting. Uh, they're, they're definitely more. Listen, I've always liked them, but they're definitely more likable to watch. That's for sure. You know what? It's almost the same vibe as before KD and Kyrie, right? Like, like I know yeah, a lot LeVert, of fans love that Jared group. Allen, yeah. Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, Levert, Allen. That, yeah, looking looking back, that was a bad trade, obviously. But uh, yeah, you know what? I mean, listen, I love KD, but Kyrie was such a dog. He, I mean, he had to go, and, and it's a, it's a young team. They got great wing players, um, you know. And I think they're 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 at eighth seed if uh, if everything goes right. Yeah, we'll see if they can hang on. I mean, they are ten over five hundred, so it's you know like they, they've they they built up enough of a cushion that you gotta still expect they'll be a playoff team. That's the part that matters most. Here's uh, Mikael Bridges after his big 45 point performance. It's tough, I know, for me personally, because I don't want to be that new guy. To think that just talking too much and stuff. But you know, I just believe in this team a lot. That's why me, JV was talking. We were talking in practice, just like and the team talking, because you know, I think this team could do really good. And we have the players, we have the coaches, we have the mindset. So just trying to lead, and I know just trying to do whatever it takes see what our best offense can be, our best defense can be, just because I know, you know, we still got months left, but if we keep getting better and keep learning and keep growing together, I feel like we'll be a scary team that teams don't want to play against because, you know, we have five guys at all times that's going to be out there defending and, you know, playing for one another. So, yeah, I just try to come in here and just bring the mentality of trying to win. That's a, first of all, real likable guy, right? You know yeah. that already. Everybody loves and him. And everybody loves somebody that's selfless and plays tough defense, right? Mm. He's a guy that, you know, I think, did you vote for him for Defense Player of the Year a couple of years ago? I would have. So, so he's one of those players, right? And he's you bring a great that, two-way player. You bring that mentality there, and, and, and you can really start winning games because you're able to get stops and get fast breaks, and you got guys that can get hot. They're not a lot of – it's not superstars. I don't think you know their best player – he may be their best player, but his talent isn't exponentially – you know, greater than the other guys like Kevin Durant was with everybody else that lined right. up next to him. But what you what you have though, and it's again another these Villanova guys. I mean, Jay, what Jay Wright's done with so many of these Villanova guys that are coming yeah. to the league is so impressive. But it's it's something like it's complete opposite of when you hear Cam Thomas talk after a game. And Cam Thomas had his run of forty point games and all that stuff, and he was you know quite happy about it. But now that they've asked him, look, your role here because you really don't play any damn defense. We know you can score. Right, defense will get you on Come court. off the bench. You know, we've got this starting five. Our new guys are coming. They're all vets. They're going to play. You come off the bench, and you're going to get opportunities. And he had actually a good game off the bench last night. But his post game, like, he sounded like they lost. Like, he wasn't all – like, you could tell he's like, I ain't Rosco, about this. Roscoe Jenkins. Yeah, he's team with like, me. he thought this was going to be my team. Now, now you imported some guys in. That's oh, and they were asking about, hey, you know, your role, you coming off the bench, do you think this will work? He's like, man, we'll see. That's not for me to answer. Like, what? Yeah. Like that to me, like guys like that, Bart. Yeah. I don't want them. I don't care how good he is, how talented he is, 
And I know he's young. And you always say with young guys like this, you're like, oh, he'll figure it out. Yeah. We just got to get him right. And I always feel like you waste your time trying to get guys like that right yeah. when you should say, you don't fit, get them out. Get people that fit the culture. And you don't want guys that are in a post game after a very a good win over a good Heat team in a standings kind of battle. Mm-hmm. You don't want him sitting there looking miserable because he doesn't like his role after so having 17 points the off the bench. Yeah, because he didn't win the way that he wants exactly. to win. Exactly. I, I got That's the one they, they problem rather, I have. They'd rather, they rather, they rather lose and look good than to win and everybody else get the credit. Well, he did lose and he scored 40. He was pretty happy. Jay in Virginia. What's up, Jay? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Yeah. Uh, first of all, Bart, don't go to Denver. We'll miss you here. I agree. I'll be able to send you back yeah. edibles. I think you'd have to. You could send edibles. See, that actually would be helpful. You know what I'm saying? But I also think you would have to still do a weekly with us or something. Yeah, I can do both. I mean, if Brandon Marshall can work in the media and still play football. He still played. Why couldn't I still mm-hmm. talk New York sports yeah. and be in Denver? Why not? Why can't? I, I don't why, get it. I, other coaches have weekly shows that they the, appear. Bill Belichick does yo, it. Yo, half the people on damn ESPN live somewhere else and they fly in every two weeks. I'll just fly in and I'll just come in to studio in the offseason. Or what if I just moved to Denver? There you go. And we just did our show there, but there we do a New York show with you. There you go. But we just do it in Denver. Nobody needs to know where we are. Yeah, there you go. And we can use Mark Slayer's um, uh, spot. Mm. See, I like that. See, see Jay, we, we, no, won't lo- right. we won't lose him. What we'll do is we just we'll make more money. Yeah. That's really all it's about. Cheese for the tacos. See how I do that. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.